Hello, I'm Eric Zimmerman, a partner with McDermott, Will & Emery, and leader of the firm's health law practice. I also am a principal with McDermott Plus Consulting, and welcome to Friday News Flash. This week, we have top stories in the coronavirus from a health law perspective. Highlights from this week in 10 minutes or less. First up is the topic on every healthcare provider's mind, and that is the emergency fund portal. Last Friday, we reported on the first tranche of money, $30 billion going out to healthcare providers based primarily on Medicare receipts in 2019. That unfortunately left many providers without adequate support from the fund, namely those who have high Medicaid penetration, Medicare Advantage penetration, and surely those in hotspots that are scaling up in a significant way. Earlier this week, CMS Administrator Seema Verma commented on behalf of HHS that the department would be prioritizing those providers and that money would be forthcoming this week. As of this recording on Friday, April 17th, we still don't have any indication about the timing of those funds other than they haven't come out yet. Questions do remain for providers who have received funds, as well as those who will receive funds shortly, about the terms and conditions that go along with accepting those monies. Providers are encouraged to look very carefully at the terms and conditions, study them, and adapt to them as necessary. The agency has received many comments about the terms and conditions, questions about ambiguities, requests for more clarification, and the expectation is that uh, revised terms and conditions will be forthcoming from the department, but the timing of that is still unclear. Moving on to our next story, CMS provided additional flexibilities for rural health clinics and federally qualified health centers. The CARES Act provided additional flexibilities for these two primary care sites. First, it provided uh, new flexibilities to serve as distance sites to provide telehealth to Medicare beneficiaries and also to provide home health services at a Medicare beneficiary's home. This week, CMS went even further, waiving requirements that a nurse practitioner, a physician assistant, or a certified nurse midwife must be available to furnish patient care at least 50% of the time that a rural health clinic operates. That's a rural health clinic only change. Affecting both sites, the agency also waived requirements that a physician provide supervision of nurse practitioners at both RHCs and FQHCs. Next up this week, the Federal Communications Commission launched the Coronavirus Telehealth Program provided by CARES. The CARES legislation pumped $200 million into an existing FCC grant program called the Connected Care Pilot. FCC launched the program this week and made applications available. Under the program, which is intended to help healthcare providers purchase telecommunications services and information services and necessary devices to scale up those services in their communities. The program is open to a wide variety of institutions providing healthcare services, including community health centers, migrant health centers, 
community mental health centers, rural health clinics, skilled nursing facilities, and of course, hospitals. Funding under the program will be awarded on a rolling basis until the funds are exhausted. Individual grants can be as much as $1 million. The application is now available on the FCC's website. And those are the highlights in coronavirus health law news for this week. Thank you again for joining us. For additional information on in-depth analysis about any of the topics that I've discussed this morning, please visit our website. That's mwe.com slash coronavirus. While there, you might also check out a new checklist that we have posted for hospitals and health systems that provides a roadmap for those providers on how to think about waivers from various agencies, including Medicare, compliance, triage, scaling up telehealth services, new data sharing arrangements, and of course, employment issues, among others. It's a good resource that hopefully will help you as you are trying to respond to the demands in your community. Please join us next week for another edition of Friday News Flash. In the meantime, thank you again to our clients who are on the front lines of the pandemic. We appreciate all that you're doing. And to everyone watching, stay healthy.